celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market fronts over there in Asia, over there in Europe. It's mixed. Here in the States, it's an up, up day. Gold down a little bit, oil's up, Bitcoin down. Stocks rose on Wednesday, today, as the energy sector got a lift from higher oil prices. But sentiment was kept in check with a key part of the U.S. yield curve inverting even further, exacerbating fears of an impending recession. Woo! No recession, don't worry. The global greatest depression. That's what's going to happen. Trading volume remained subdued ahead of U.S. Labor Day. That's right. We won't be here on... uh, Friday, taking off of the Labor Day weekend, but we'll be doing Trends in the News tomorrow. And remember, that new Trends site is up there. Your old password doesn't work that good anymore, or at all. You got to get your new password, and all you have to do is just follow the directions on how to do it, and it's easy as one, two, three. And now, thinking about this low volume, and the markets went up on no news at all today, really, how about that plunge protection team? Low volume, easy to manipulate. Oh, that might be a conspiracy theory. I don't want to get banned. So everything just went perfectly. And what else do we have here? Uh, the spread on the 10-year Treasury yield and the two-year rate briefly fell to negative six basis points on Wednesday. The move extended losses from the previous session when the spread registered It's lowest level since 2007, right before the panic of 08. 10-year rate below the two-year rate yield is viewed by fixed income traders as an important recession prognosticator. Meanwhile, the U.S. 30-year Treasury yield fell to a new record low on Wednesday. And that's why people are buying gold. They're looking for safe havens. But the dollar went up a little bit, so gold went down a little bit. That's the excuse they're giving. Gold's had a beautiful run. And it could go back a bit. But to me, the gold bull run is still running. Yes, yes, yes. And what else do we have here? Earl prices. They rose 1.5% on a steep drop in U.S. crude inventories. Now... This is only temporary. It's the United States is exporting a lot of energy. It went up because inventories went down briefly, but it's a supply and demand issue, and we don't see demand going up. As a matter of fact, either does Morgan Stanley. They lower the price outlook for the next year, for the rest of the year, for Brent at around $60 a barrel from 65 now, that means uh, $60 a barrel. What does Saudi Arabia need, $100 a barrel? How about all these oil-rich countries? You think they're going to go poor? Yes, yes, yes. But don't worry. When all else fails, they take you to war. So the uh, prices will rise when war breaks out. 
But this is important. It's hitting these oil-rich countries very hard. And what else do we have here? Ah, tech giants lose luster for investors. The fang trade is losing its bite. All the stocks, with the exception of Alphabet, peaked last year and remain well below their current record after a brutal sell-off last fall. The stocks have shed nearly $415 billion since August of last year. And another important note here, the FANG stocks together account for nearly 20% of the value of the S&P 500. So this is a big indicator. Modi lifted by central banks $24 billion payout. Modi, of course, is the prime minister of India. The Reserve Bank of India has approved the transfer of $24.7 billion in dividends and, quote, surplus capital to the government in an unprecedented payout that will help Modi shore up the country's fragile public finances. The transfer announcement comes as Mr. Modi's government is facing mounting pressure to stimulate the faulting economy after four consecutive quarters of decelerating growth. Decelerating growth. Four consecutive quarters. When all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what Modi's going to do, is doing it with Kashmir, India, and Pakistan now ready to face off. When will it happen? If it faces off, it'll take a big face off a lot of the planet because if they go nuclear, bye-bye. And speaking of going down, German business confidence drops to a seven-year low. Yep, prompting calls for Berlin to ditch its commitment to running a budget surplus and provide fiscal stimulus. I'm mentioning India, I'm mentioning Germany. That's what they're going to do. They're running out of juice to boost the economy. Matter, matter of fact, the central bankers, they don't have all that monetary methadone they once had because now, hey, remember Ray Dalio, you know, the founder and leader of Bridgewater Associates, the biggest hedge fund in the world, two weeks after I came out with the gold bull run, Mr. Dalio backed me up 100% agreeing with everything that I said. How long have I been saying they're going to be lowering interest rates and how long have I been saying they're going to do everything they can to shovel more money into the economy? We just saw it with India. They're going to do it with Germany. They're going to do it with nations that are in deep fiscal problems already to do everything they can to keep the economy going. Dalio says central banks are losing ability to reverse downturns. Yep. And it's uh, coming to an end as the global economy enters what he says are late stages of the long-term debt cycle. You got it. And what else do we have here? Ah, speaking of which, investors fear Japan's stagnation and malaise is spreading globally. Right, you can get addicted to low or negative interest rates, says Lisa Chalette, chief investment officer at Morgan Stanley's Wealth Management in New York. 
addicted. It's monetary methadone. The whole world is going to do it, and that's why I am bullish on gold. Japan is the biggest contributor to that pool of sub-zero yields, $16 trillion worth of bonds is the global total right now. And the entire German and Dutch government bond markets have negative yields. Even Ireland, Portugal, and Spain have seen big parts of their bond market submerged to below zero. So, to make it clear, strife dims Hong Kong's property boom. Hong Kong's formidable property market is straining as protest pressures add to those created by an escalating U.S.-China trade spat and slowing global growth. It's slowing global growth. This trade spat is only a spat, but the bigger picture is it's a global slowdown. And what's going to happen when things get worse? It'll get a lot worse. Students gain debt, get targeted. That's right, all these students with $1.5 trillion in debt, defaults are now at a record, and it's only going to get worse. So now they have these groups out there, these swindlers that are telling these indebted young people and older people that don't worry, we could get you out of this. So more scams. I'm mentioning this because as the greatest depression comes, you know who's going to be hit the hardest, hardest? My generation, the baby boomers. And they're going to be deaf, blind, and going out of their mind more and more as the years go by. So they're going to be very big victims to the scam artists. So be prepared. A record $89.2 billion of student loans was the fault at the end of June. 160 billion was at least 90 days late. And again, that's now what's going to happen when it gets worse. And what else do we have here? Ah. Automatic brakes in cars spark drivers' complaints. Drivers are reported several hundred incidents to U.S. regulators of brake malfunctions or not deploying properly, highlighting the challenge car makers face in introducing new technologies. And they're going to have driverless cars. They're overtaking the cars. Again, blessed are the geeks. They have inherited the earth. I like those old manual stick shifts. And windows I can roll down don't need to be electric. It's not going to happen. Driverless cars for a long time. On to some global news. Dozens of migrants, mostly from Sudan, rest near Combs, Libya, after being rescued from a boat that capsized in the Mediterranean. And I'm mentioning this because they're flowing through Libya. Before the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, and if only women were in charge, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, and Hillary Clinton, and Obama overthrew the leader of Libya, Gaddafi. I don't like that guy. I want him out of there. They didn't have this problem. 
because Gaddafi wouldn't allow it, and he warned Europe that it would happen, and it has happened. Oh, and I forgot all the other slimy, low-life scum like Cameron from the UK and Sarkozy from France. And speaking of France, is this, this is a trend lesson to show you how the elites run the press and the prostitutes bow down, suck up for their pimps, their corporate pimps and their government pimps. Big stories here. Macron uses G7 to burnish foreign policy ambitions with characteristic energy president sets pace on new issues from Iran to saving Afghanistan and following up the toilet paper of record big story loads of photos how Emmanuel Macron positioned himself as the star of the G7 show. You got it. A reality show. Macron the Carzon, who cares? This guy's a little arrogant nobody. But boy, all the nobodies build up the nobodies everywhere. Roll out those red carpets. And all you guys, don't forget to salute. Yep. All you dressed up in your military drag at that period they want you to. What a freak show. And we pay for this crap. President Macron of France seemed to be everywhere at once during the Group 7 summit. For the space of a weekend, at least, the West appeared to have one person running the show. And that was not the American president. So, of course, the New York Times has to get in a negative about Trump because they hate him. And here's how Trump talked about it. We had lunch that lasted for quite a while, just the two of us. It was the best period of time we ever had. Ready for this? We weren't trying to impress anybody, just each other. You're trying to impress each other? What kind of a jerk are you? You got to impress somebody? <laughs> anyway, propaganda. This guy, Macron, is a low-life piece of garbage and very unpopular in France, but... He's a member of the club, and we're not in it, as George Collins said. And speaking of which, Zambian opposition leader arrested, accused of defaming president. That's right. He allegedly inferred in a video that President Edgar Longu was a dog. Woof, woof. Here, Prince. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It's going to get worse everywhere as the economies go down. More and more and more are they going to keep us down. Gunman robs store in Diamond District in New York City in Manhattan. This is the Diamond District, West 47th Street, right in the middle there. I know exactly where this place is. As economies go down, crime is going to go way, way up. And not only Diamond stores, your house, again, Prepare, prevail, and prosper. The worst is yet to come, the greatest depression. Clerk is convicted of moita for shooting Memphis teenager who stole beer. Darian Harris, 17, grabbed a few cans of spiked watermelon beer from a cooler in the top stop shop in Memphis last year. 
He ran away. The store clerk grabbed a handgun and chased him, firing off a few shots into the dark of night, and he killed a guy. So now this guy's convicted of murder. But if he was a policeman who did it, then it would be okay. Yeah. Man 75 tells Benton, Belton officer to close bathroom door, then gets fined $257. This is out of USA Today. Belton's in Texas. A 75-year-old man who has an artificial leg and says he is hard of hearing was cited for disorderly conduct after he yelled at a police officer to close the bathroom door after the officer used the restroom at a Belton restaurant. Part of it was caught on video by a boss by a bystander, but the cop says, stop taking those pictures or I'll blow your brains out. Maybe. No, he didn't say that, but hey, I'm the officer. You're just a little piece of nothing. All of these guys coming down harder and harder on us as they turn us into a police state as they bow down and suck up to the big guys. All I said to him was close the bathroom door, Mr. Phillips said in an interview. I said, you left the door open. I'm eating here. Leave the scent in there, right? But no, no, no. Shockley. Oh, that's the police officer's name. Shockley. In a report said Phillips declined to show his ID. What the hell are you asking him for his ID for? These guys get tough with us. They're making our lives miserable. We don't need all these police around us. They should only be in high crime areas. Oh, no, we're here to protect you. Yep, they're here to protect us. They're here to keep us down. And when the greatest depression breaks out, you remember what I said. When people lose everything, have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And they're going to lose it. But don't worry. The police will put them down. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.